Hello again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 773. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. Uh, let us know whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're free, including the postage and handling. I've got a strong message this evening from different uh, sections of the Bible, including a breakdown of the things that are happening in the world today that uh, are specified and talked about and uh, pre-told in the Bible. Things that must shortly come to pass. The book of Revelation is a book that tells us that when we're able to understand it, to receive it, to believe it, that these things are going to shortly come to pass. And when the Lord says shortly, that means very shortly it's going to happen right away, very soon. So be careful to pay attention. We also have some music and uh, letters. One of the things that the Lord really wants people to know is um, when he says shortly come to pass, that's it. And he talks about the world, how Satan is the deceiver. He's a liar and the father of it. And that there's no possible way that he can tell the truth. Just as with the Lord, it's impossible for him to tell a lie. All he can say is the truth because he is the truth and there's no lie in him whatsoever. And uh, I really uh, love to tell the people about the world. Ever since Satan has been cast down to this earth, he has, uh, and he deceived Eve uh, with his word rather than them receiving what the Lord said. Of course, everyone has to die, and everyone has been deceived. Now, Satan knows how easy it is to deceive the human mind, and therefore he has been busy uh, deceiving all the people on earth ever since time began, which is around... Uh, going on 7,000 years ago. Uh, there's uh, some of the things that he deceives with is telling you that the world is millions of years old or even 8,000 years old. These are things that are projected into your mind, these images of Satan on television and in books in the uh, uh, public schools system. And the Bible says that we're to fight that. Fight that. That means don't receive it. Do everything in your power to not receive anything that Satan says, because all that is in the world is lust. And so, because the devil now controls the world because of the fact that uh, Eve and Adam received Satan's words rather than the Lord's word. He told them not to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good, uh, of good and evil, and the computers are like unto that tree. Oh, we're just so interested in feeding our minds information that won't do us any good at the judgment bar of God. And people have been so uh, damaged uh, spiritually, uh, physically, and mentally by these images that have come to them through worldly education, through your worldly media, the uh, television, radio, and uh, your um, 
different magazines and books. And there are some good radio programs such as mine on radio. And uh, you really need to pay attention because the Bible says that love not the things of the world. Well, so there's things that are coming through the TV screen that because uh, Satan wants to mold your mind into believing that your children should get involved with all kinds of sports. Uh, baseball, basketball, football, uh, hockey, uh, you, you name it. And uh, this is Satan, folks. It doesn't make any difference. You have to resist that. Uh, Disneyland, Seven Flags, all these different things. They're not of the Lord. They're, uh, the Bible says all that is in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. We all think that we're depriving our children if we don't take them to Disneyland, Disney World, uh, Seven Flags, and all these other theme parks, water parks, if we don't get our people involved in football. They're hiding the fact that so many people are being killed in football, even high school football, grade school football. People, kids are being ruined for life. This could not be of the Lord. It's of the devil. And uh, the Bible plainly tells us that in so many different places. Father, anoint this service in Jesus' name. Let uh, your voice speak through me. In the mighty name of Jesus, that souls may be saved in the world. Um, the people of this world will become illuminated that the day star shall arise in their hearts and to be able to get the idea of what's happening to them on this earth. Lord, I ask it in the mighty name of Jesus. And, and, amen. And everyone says amen. Amen. Now, um, uh, it's like, for instance, uh, the devil is strategically taking over people's minds and their souls. And uh, the Bible says that the whole world is deceived. And so through the uh, media, we can see violence. And this violence, when people receive the image, in other words, Satan has molded the world to make people believe that this is the way that people should think and that they should live. But the Lord tells us that this is uh, Satan and uh, that we're not to do that. We're to resist Satan's image of the beast. Now, the things that are coming, like when we look in a mirror, we're looking at our image. When we look in the Bible, we see the image that we're supposed to be. Uh, and the Bible says to not love the world or the things in the world, and that is sports and entertainment and uh, luxury and all these things. But we're to resist these things. Like, for instance, uh, for years now, the po uh, politicians, uh, the people that are given to political careers and... Um, positions in government, politics, that um, they study these things. It's like uh, political science. They go to uh, Oxford, England, to go to the Oxford University there, Georgetown University. Uh, all the Catholics uh, go there because they have, want to have careers 
in uh, the world to help uh, Satan's uh, ambition of ruling the whole world uh, come to pass. Well, uh, what happened is uh, there's strategies that Satan uses. As a matter of fact, everybody knows, but they're not able to put it together. Why our president or the people in government would have had the World Trade Center be destroyed as it was. But we know that there's so many testimonies that the FBI, which is uh, part of the political structure, part of the governmental structure, and BATF and other agencies planted dynamite throughout the building. Dynamite caps, the thing caps used for blowing down buildings like in Las Vegas when they're going to blow an old building down and build a new one up. And we know that um, that these things, uh, FBI people, and even uh, one of Bush's relatives was in charge of the actual building at the time that these things, uh, he allowed people to go in there and plant these uh, different devices. This is, uh, these people are controlled by the spirit of Satan. And uh, they have a purpose, and the purpose... Uh, that they have has been taught to them in schools and in private, very uh, clandestine meetings. And so uh, their purpose was to get a war going between the United States of America and Iraq and Iran. The Pope is controlling all these things from Rome. He's given the instructions by Satan and then he passes them on down the line. It's like the trickle-down system to where uh, people's minds are on the media and the medium projects into people's minds that this was not our government that did this. It was the Iraqi government and uh, they had something to do with it because it's all part of this new world order. They're going, they're making things so rough on people that uh, eventually you're going to raise up a person like a Muslim, like this Barack Obama, Obama, uh, to where he'll go over to these uh, nations like Iraq and Iran and Arabia, all that, and make peace so that uh, he'll look like a big hero to you people because uh, he may even negotiate because it was planned this way to put everybody into poverty so that the government can pull you out of poverty with this great new leader, this Muslim who says he's a Christian and is saying that he uh, gives honor to the Jews, which they actually hate. And uh, they'll go. he's going over there now to show everybody, he, yeah, well, maybe he is a Muslim, and maybe that'll do us good, because... Uh, like your mind is being molded into that position right now. And so he uh, promises, I've just made an agreement with the Iraqi government that uh, the gas prices are going to go way down. You people be able to get gas for a dollar, maybe even 50 cents a gallon. And uh, that is that not show you that I'm like unto a god to you folks? Because now you'll have more food to eat, you'll be able to go back to uh, these worldly places like Disneyland, which has the magic kingdom, which is actually of the devil. Uh, magic is of the devil, folks. Uh, black magic, magic, and um, 
uh, soothsaying and voodoo and uh, all these different uh, black magic things that come out of Africa. And this is why God sent the Jewish people into Africa because Israel uh, used to be, the promised land used to be Africa, but the Lord said go in and kill all those people because of the fact that they're of Satan, they're of the devil. They sacrifice their children unto idols, and this is exactly what they're doing here. They're trying to make human beings into idols. Uh, they're uh, saying that your body belongs to you and you can do anything you want to it. But, folks, that is satanic thinking because uh, you don't have the right to murder anyone, not even your own children. Not even your own children, unborn children, you're not allowed to do that according to the word of God. That's called murder, first degree. And so uh, this uh, Barack Obama is over there now showing everybody that he's not afraid of the Iraqis. It's all pre-planned by Rome. Uh, he's not going over there proving anything. This is why Bush was not afraid to act crazy like he was doing because he has uh, the approval from the Pope, and the Pope has many guardians over him to watch him. If you ever notice, he goes to a town, there's all kinds of uh, jet uh, planes uh, zigzagging throughout the air, and he's got uh, hundreds of uh, bodyguards around him. He's not worried because he's now trying to act very jovial and uh, and also cute, like... Uh, these people are having bowling contests like that's supposed to be some, uh, sa it's a satanic type of a uh, means whereby people have already been molded into thinking something like that is cute. But I don't call it cute. These people are after your soul, folks. They're after your everlasting soul. And they're uh, out to mold the image of the world the, this satanic world, all that is in the world is satanic. It's lust, lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes and the pride of life. And so all that is in the world right now is uh, a worldliness. And the devil is doing everything. Satan is molding your mind into uh, believing the image that Satan is uh, projecting into your mind. The image of the world. Oh, this is uh, wonderful, uh, everything that uh, this image of the beast, which is your television and the media, is pumping into your brains. And so we're, when these things are being done, we're at the very end of time. And the wrath that God is going to pour out on the earth, is, he said, these things are going to shortly come to pass. And so you can gamble with your soul if you want doesn't make any difference to me because I'm getting the same reward from God by telling you these things, whether you accept them or not. Uh, you can uh, do all you want. Now, this is a revelation that the Lord has uh, given me uh, in the last uh, few days, in the last few years. And so I'd like to pass them on to you so that in the event that you'd like to benefit from what the Lord has told me, well, then you will benefit from it because he said you will. But the Bible says, you know, you're fearing the government because the government, oh, you're making it to where we have to go out and uh, we having to eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches now. 
We have to pull in our horns. Gas is up to four or more dollars per gallon. And diesel is even more. And getting worse and worse. Uh, that's because it's planned that way. It isn't just happening that way by happenstance. Folks, these people know exactly what they're doing. They're not worried about it because they uh, have the entire IRS uh, tax uh, coffers full of your money, taxpayers' money. You don't own your homes any longer, don't you know that? You just try not to pay taxes. They'll evict you out as uh, quickly as possible. The government's doing everything now. They're trying to make plans for you. You won't get evicted out of your houses now. Uh, they're coming up with loans and all that to make you think that the government, this uh, government, which is actually the government of Satan, is being benevolent to you and they like you and everything. Uh, you know, it's just like Esau. He sold his soul for a bowl of lentils, uh, beans, lentils, uh, soup. And uh, that's what Satan is putting you in a position to where you're starving to death. This isn't of the Lord. The Lord says that you should be able to own your own home and not have to pay taxes on it every year. And uh, because uh, the taxes that they're using is they're putting it into uh, satanic things. They're making wars. They destroy cities, and then they use your tax money to go in there and build it. Then the uh, one world government, which is the beast, um, what they did is they um, have given uh, our assets away. They've given our automobile industry away. Detroit is turned into a ghost town almost now. And they've given our automobile manufacturing uh, ideas and everything to the Japanese, which were our enemies, uh, according to the government, uh, during World War II, and also to China now. They do all of our clothes rather than us, and they did it through the unions. So they're molding you into believing that we should take our resources and give them away to other people in the world to where we're now, we have so many people that are street people now. They're homeless. They have no place to live, and there's no jobs here. And the unions are causing labor to cost so high that we can't compete with other nations. And um, so is the Bible, I want to go in here again and tell you that the Lord's uh, God uh, in the, let's see, where it's... Uh, Coming in, we're into chapter 15. Uh, it says, uh, who, verse 4, Who shall not fear thee, O Lord, and glorify thy name? Thy name is the word of God telling you all these things. Why would you not glorify God for informing you of the things that shall sure, surely and shortly come to pass? He's telling you that Satan uh, does not love the world or the things in it. For all that is in the world, don't love based all the projections of the beast. The world is the beast. Uh, the world government is the beast. That's the United Nations. And the Lord says, don't love any of that stuff. Get your eyes off of it. Who shall not fear you, O Lord, and glorify your name? For you only are holy. For all nations shall come and worship before you. 
for your judgments are made known. They're made manifest. Verse 5, And after that I looked, and behold, the temple of the tabernacle of the testimony. He looked and he saw this temple of the tabernacle of the testimony in heaven was opened. Verse 6, And the seven angels came out of the temple, having the seven plagues clothed in pure and white linen, symbolic of holiness, and having their breastplates girded with uh, the golden truth, golden girdles. Verse 7, And one of the four beasts gave unto the seven angels seven golden vials, full of the wrath of who? The wrath of God on this world government that is and the image of the beast the world government is the beast and we're taking the image of the beast when you're watching television uh people the kids see people murdering people the violence on television and everything and this image is molded into their brains that's all they're seeing is filth and corruption and degeneracy and uh uh, pornography and all the evil things to this world. So, uh, verse 7 again, And one of the four beasts gave unto the seven angels seven golden vials full of the wrath of God, and God lives forever and ever. Well, why would the, why would God have wrath in him? You know why? Because people are taking the image of the beast uh, the television, the media, the, the voice of Satan is molding your minds into worldliness in your spirits, in your souls. Now they're torturing people. It's not our government any longer. It's Satan's government. Never was God's government uh, on this earth ever since Satan has been thrown down the earth. And you people believe, oh, you know, the United States of America, the United States... Well, this country is the one that put everybody on a trip during World War II. Uh, it was all a contrived war because Satan wants to make the world desolate of human beings, of peace and quiet, and and uh, no uh, no one can own their own home anymore. You gotta pay the government uh, to have a house every year. You gotta pay them. I mean, this is ridiculous. But we do that anyway because, uh, uh, you know, the Lord says to give the government uh, their taxes. But the Bible says, uh, give unto God that which is God's and give unto Caesar that which is Caesar's. Well, what, what belongs to God? Everything, your heart, your soul, your mind, your strength, everything belongs to him. And so, therefore, there isn't anything left for Caesar. But Jesus said, pay him taxes. Go ahead, give it to him. Because that's all they're going to get. And this is shortly coming to pass. So it's full of the wrath of God. Verse 8, And the temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power. Well, God is glorious because he's truthful and he's for human beings. He's not against them like this uh, satanic antichrist, one world government called by God the beast. And he's for us, not against us. He would never charge his taxes for our own houses 
and the government comes in and tells you you can't, uh, you got to fix the house this way and that way, and they want to build it to their specifications, and they can use those laws to um, hassle you, to just make your life miserable. And they've been doing that with us for years, especially Christians. So anyway, this Barack Obama says, okay, now, I'm bringing it to you that uh, gas prices are going to be low, maybe even dirt cheap. And so if you want to, uh, and also food is going to be plentiful, and we're going to cause uh, all this old stuff of uh, where uh, people are not getting what they want and all that. If anyone will take this mark of the beast... Because you've already got the image of the beast, the world, this one world government, which is Satan's government in your head. And uh, the Bible says that Satan deceived the whole world with this image. It's a voice. It's an image that's being projected into your brain every day in so many different ways. You turn on the TV and here it is about cooking and eating and drinking and surfeiting and the best wine and the best food and the best restaurants and the best hotels and the best vacation spots. And look at what millionaires have. And uh, why don't you try to be political too so you can have all these different things and have all get, get in with the government and the government will treat you right is what uh, they're uh, trying to project into your mind. And uh, go to school. Get the, the school now is projecting that all of us are like animals. Uh, this is uh, evolution. It's not really God created everything. It's like evolution. You're monkeys and gorillas and apes and orangutans and all this. No, maybe you are, but my Bible tells me that I'm a human being and I have thinking I'm smarter than these animals, and I have a soul, and my soul is going to spend eternity someplace. So there's this great power, and no man is able to enter into the temple till the seven plagues of the seven angels were fulfilled. And these are the seven last plagues of God. That means time will be no more. There will be no more plagues because God is going to destroy every living creature on this earth whose names are not written in the Lamb's Book of Life. They're, they're already taken the image of the beast. They worship the image of the beast. They serve the Antichrist government. They want to do everything so that they can reap the same kind of benefits that everybody's getting. Chapter 16, And I heard a great voice out of the temple saying to the seven uh, angels, Go your ways and pour out the vials of the wrath of God upon the earth because the earth is Satan's and God's going to destroy everything on earth and then burn the earth up and then the people of God will come down here. There will be no more crime. There will be no more violence, no more pornography, no more uh, false teachings uh, or such as uh, evolution and... Um, any of the things that uh, Satan is glorifying, the human body, uh, glorifying nudity, uh, making things look funny that it's actually reprobate, uh, evil, wicked. So, that's why these vials of the wrath of God are being poured upon the earth. 
Because God is sick and tired of Satan molding, molding, uh, projecting his image into the image of worldliness into your mind, into your heart and soul. And he's so sick and tired of you receiving it that he's going to burn you up. He's going to pour out, but he's going to torch you. Now, just keep listening here. This is the truth and not a lie. And the first went and poured out his, the first angel, the first of the uh, seven last plagues, his vial upon the earth, and there fell a noisome and grievous sore upon men, which had the mark of the beast, and upon them which worshipped his image. Well, the image is coming from magazines and the um, uh, the uh, television. That's the images that you're watching. Of people shooting people's brains out, of people hammering people over the head. Uh, this is what's causing our youth to do those things and to go crazy because, and they're trying to operate on these people. And the brain, there's no difference in brains. It's just, it depends on whose image you're receiving into your brain. Now, the Lord made us in the image and likeness of God. And the Lord wants us to follow or have our minds and our hearts and our spirits, our souls filled with the image of God that he created us in. When I saw the Lord Jesus Christ, he looked just like a man. And, but he is not, uh, just a man. He's the God man and he has, uh, he is the word of God also. And so, uh, the noise, uh, noisome and grievous uh, sores upon men. Well, now, if you want to know what noisome is, if you read your dictionaries, you'll see the noisome uh, means uh, uh, noxious, harmful, offensive to the senses, especially to the sense of smell. Highly obnoxious smell. God's going to pour out highly obnoxious smells on people. Uh, highly obnoxious and objectionable. So everybody's liking to have sex with each other. And these sores are going to be so smelly, so stinking, that you won't want to make uh, have sex with anybody like that. It's uh, objectionable. It's obnoxious. Everybody's going to stink to high heaven that uh, has uh, worshipped the beast and that have taken the mark of the beast and upon them which worshipped his image, the image of the one world government that is the one that's projecting all of these things into your minds and into your hearts and souls. Now, uh, the Bible says that Satan would be given a voice and an image, and that is your media at large. And he's brain damaging you. Uh, a lot of people call it brainwashing, but no, the Lord will wash your brain in his blood and your spirit and your soul in his blood. So all upon them that which worshipped or received the image of the one world government. Now, you just think the one world government is something special, and they're the ones that have taken your livelihood away from you, 
and have uh, caused this country to be broke. This was the richest country in the world. Wake up, you people out there, for God's sake. And it's too late now. I mean, but it's not too late to repent and start fighting this image. How do you fight it? Just turn the damn television off and quit reading magazines and books and sex books and uh, sex CDs and DVDs and all these things. Stop it immediately because the Lord says that you're supposed to resist Satan, not receive him. So uh, let's read some other scriptures on that in the Bible. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. James 4, 5, 7. Chapter 4, verse 7. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Okay, resist the devil. The devil is the uh, one world government, the one world church, which is the uh, headed by the Vatican. And um, you do that, and you'll start uh, putting on the image of God. You know, the Apostle Paul fight. That's what we call fighting. Uh, you see, like, uh, pick, you know, uh, naked people turn your head and run. That's fighting the devil. You won. You didn't lose at all there. Now, the Bible says also that uh, Satan is a liar. That's John 8, verses 44 and 45. Ye are of your father the devil, and the lusts of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When okay, he's... now read uh, Ephesians four, twenty-seven. Neither give place to the devil. Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Neither give place to the devil. Okay, giving place to the devil would be turn your television set on and start worshiping sports, music, uh, ungodly music, rap, for instance. It has all these four-letter words involved in it. And First um, John... Chapter 2, 15 through 17. Love not the world. The Lord commands you, don't love the world, the world or the image of the world. The world government is the beast and don't love the image of the beast because uh, all that is in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Love not the world. First John 2, 15 through 17. Love not the world neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For well, all for all, for all, that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Right, so the, the world is going to pass away. And so why involve yourself? The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Well, what do you think people go out for sports for? It's because they get a lot of pride if they win the contest. It's like a bunch of kids that I won the, I won the Easter egg hunt. I got the most eggs. I got the prize. Look at Ma. I won. I was the best runner. Uh, what good is that going to do you at the judgment bar, God? 
Look, uh, Mom, I'm the best basketball player. I play basketball. I play football. Oh, look at I made a touchdown, Mama. And uh, my wife and my girlfriend, look at me. Look at me. This is a pride of life, isn't it? Amen. And the best singer. I won the singing contest. Look at me. That's you winning a singing contest or any of these awards that they give you for sports or any of the worldly awards doesn't mean anything at all. All I think of is when I see people just all puffed up over stuff like that is how stupid they are. That's all. But the Bible says that this beast, the devil, has deceived the whole world. Revelation twelve nine. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Sure, he was cast out on the world, and then he took over the world by lying to Eve, and she believed what he had to say. And now everybody's been molded into believing uh, what the image of the beast is um, projecting into your minds. But the devil is a liar, and the father would uh, you never give place to the devil. Uh, in Second Peter verse, chapter 1, verses 19 and 20, uh, what I'm trying to do, what God is trying to do in me, is to project into your minds so much of the truth of the word of God and so much of the truth of what Satan has done to your minds that the day star, in other words, the light will raise up in your heart, uh, which is Christ, that he, you'll make him the God of your life rather than the image of the beast, uh, the image of Satan, uh, because Satan is a liar. And the father of it. Okay, keep going. Read that one. We have also a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto you do well that you take heed, as unto a light that shineth in a dark place. Right, so this light that's attempting to shine into you in your dark place, your soul, then what? Until the day dawn. And until the, the day dawn, until the light comes to you, because you're in darkness now, then what? And the day star arise in your hearts. And the tremendous faith enter into you, which is the day star, will give you light, a guidance to, to the Lord. Because you're all living in darkness right now. And the Bible says you all have been deceived. Okay, keep going. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. No, the, you can't make up what the Bible says. You know, the Bible states in the book of Revelation that anyone that takes away from the truth of the word of God, uh, that uh, their place will be taken away from them in the kingdom of heaven, which says that means that even if you were saved and you started believing those things, that your place, or if you start preaching any other doctrine that is in the Bible, in the especially in the book of Revelation here, where the Bible says that the the wrath of God is going to uh, destroy you, well, uh, then you will be destroyed. Anyone that adds to or takes from, your place will be taken, your name will be taken out of the book of life. You will not be in heaven. 
And the, the thing that really is blasphemy, which is unforgivable sin, it's unforgivable sin to worship this beast. It's the same, that's the same thing as blasphemy, the Bible says. So we have to fight uh, a good fight. Fighting means just don't look at it. Don't let Satan mold your brain any longer. Because uh, this is uh, what they call brainwashing, but it's really muddying your brain up to where you're in solid darkness. So read what the Apostle Paul says in Second Timothy chapter 4, verse 6 and 8. For I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I fought a good fight. In other words, if I saw... Uh, any filthy thing going on. If I, I never attended any dog and pony show. I never watched pornography. I've never let it enter my mind. Any suggestion of such a thing as that, I immediately came against it in the blood of Jesus. And so I fought a good fight. I finished the course. And I know that there's a crown laid up for me. Finish it. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. All right, now Ecclesiastes 11, 9, and 10, chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, uh, tells of uh, uh, keep your, ch- uh, yeah, as if you're a child, uh, and you're young, uh, they are vanity. It's vanity. So give your life to the Lord while you're yet young, while you're a child. Go ahead, read it. Rejoice, O young man, in thy youth, and let thy heart cheer thee in the days of thy youth, and walk in the ways of thine heart, and in the sight of thine eyes. But know thou that for all these things God will bring thee into judgment. Right, if you live according to your own will, and you just like to do childish things and all this. This is Ecclesiastes 11, 9, and 10. That you're going to pay for it. And the wrath of God is going to come on you. Okay, now finish off. Therefore remove sorrow from thy heart and put away evil from thy flesh. Yeah, put away the world. Don't pay any. Give your life to the Lord while you're young. Then what? For childhood and youth are vanity. Chapter 12, verse 1. Remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth. Yeah, remember God in the days of your youth. Then what? While the evil days come not, nor the years draw nigh, when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them. Yeah, when you get older, you're not going to have any pleasure in life. and You're going to look back at the foolish way that you lived, and you're going to be ready to, you're going to go out to meet God, and you're going to be sorry, because you spent your whole life serving the beast. The Antichrist. You've blasphemed God all your life. And now you're going to try to crawl back to him. Well, do your best to do that. Because it's for sure there's a judgment. Then what? While the sun or the light or the moon or the stars be not darkened, nor the clouds return after the rain. All right. Um, now in Jeremiah chapter 1 verses 9 and 10, God tells Jeremiah to pull all these worldly things down because ever since Satan was cast down to earth, 
uh, he has molded and made uh, void the uh, wisdom of God, uh, except with a very few people. He told little uh, little young Jeremiah this, uh, chapter 1, verse 9 and 10. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said unto me, Behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. See, I have this day set thee over the nations. And okay, over- God has set me over the nations too. To warn you the very last warning. This is the book of Revelations. These are going to be the last uh, important, uh, most damaging plagues that have ever hit the earth before. And they're the last plagues. The time is over, folks. Forget television. Forget magazines and books that are antichrist. Forget listening to these damnable television preachers and teachers that don't keep the word of God and that are preaching it with sugar all over it so that you'll give them money. Then what? See, I have set thee this day over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down and to destroy. Yeah, the, their doctrines and the, this, uh, these images and these lusts. Then what? And to throw down to build and to plant. To build God's word up and to plant his word. Now, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 and 8. For four, the, 4 through 8. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to, to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringeth into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ, and having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Do ye look on things after the outward appearance? If any man trust to himself that he is Christ's, let him of himself think this again, that as he is Christ's, even so are we Christ's. For though I should boast somewhat more of our authority, which the Lord hath given us for edification, and not for your destruction, I should not be ashamed. All right. Well, the last part wasn't really what I wanted to be read, but I wanted to show that everybody has to put down uh, the beast, the uh, antichrist, blasphemous doctrines of the world that Satan in his uh, media are projecting into your brains. And the government is moving in on you to uh, put you down. And they're uh, attempting to mold, put in uh, false Christs that are going to make it look like they're really helping you out a lot. When in reality, they took everything you had and they're going to give you back a few crumbs to make you think that they're God. Well, uh, I didn't... Uh, play one of my songs for you and but I'm going to have you play one right now it's uh we have to wait on the Lord we can't go rushing in without being built up in the Holy Spirit so uh, we have to but when we know what we're supposed to do then we're to do it till then teach me Lord to wait me, Lord, to wait down on my knees 
answer my plea Teach me not to rely On what others do But to wait in prayer For an answer from you May that wait upon the Lord Shall renew their strength They shall mount up with wings As eagles They shall run and not be weary They shall walk and not faint Teach me, Lord, teach me, Lord, to Me, Lord, to wait while hearts are aflame. Let me humble my pride and call on your name. Keep my faith renewed and my eyes on thee. Let me be on this earth what you want me to be. That wait upon the Lord Shall renew their strength They shall mount up with wings of eagles They shall run and not be weary They shall walk and not faint Teach me, Lord, teach me, Lord Oh, teach me, Lord, to wait. Okay, now, just some of the things that I want to, to for you to realize. And it says, verse 2, chapter 16. And the first went out and poured his vial upon the earth. And there fell a noisome and grievous sore, obnoxious stench, and grievous sore upon who? Upon the men, or mankind, which had the mark of the beast. They had their minds molded and shaped, and upon them which worshipped his image. So when you receive the image of all these basketball, football, baseball players and all the pornography and all the dancing and the music and the rap and everything that you see, the violence on TV, you have received and have worshipped the one world government's image. Okay? And there's a lot of people that even are Christians, they weep when I bring these messages. They can't stand it because they know that they love this world so much that uh, they are they know they're not going to make it. All right, so now is the time for us to pray. Do you want to receive the uh, likeness and image of Christ into your spirit? Or do you want to continue receiving the image of the beast. And there's so many other things in the world that are, uh, people are worshiping. Automobiles, airplanes, uh, new technology. And uh, it's just uh, filled full of these things. You don't feel good unless you get some new kind of device or 
tool or something. But at any rate, uh, it's time to make your choice. If you say, not now, Lord, that means that you've chosen the beast. And the things that the Lord says are true. You'll be spending eternity in hell and the lake of fire. So if you don't want that, if you want to accept the Lord, then say this prayer. Say to the Lord, my Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God and that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And I believe that you, Father God, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit, Holy Father. Wash all my filthy former sins away, Jesus, in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord. You will save my soul. You say, all who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Therefore, I have called on you. And I know that you have heard me, and I know that you have answered me, and I know that I'm saved. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my eternal soul. Raise your hands up, praise the Lord, and thank him, and share and tell everyone in the listening audience uh, how to receive a copy of this program, number 773. It's free, including postage and handling. Just let us know whether you want a CD or an audio tape. Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas, 75505, or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370, or fax to area code 479-782-7406. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All right, now I'm... This is World Pastor Tony Alama saying tune in tomorrow for another powerful message on these end times. Now here I am to sing for you. Put your hand in the hand of the Lord. Put your hand in the hand of the man who still the water. Put your hand in the hand of the man who calmed the sea. Take a look at yourself and you can look at others differently. By putting your hand in the hand of the man from Galilee. Galilee. Every time I look into the holy book, I want to tremble. When I read about the part where the carpenter cleared the temple. For the buyers and the sellers were no different fellas than what I profess to be. And it causes me shame to know I'm not the man that I should be. Well, put your hand in the hand of the man who still the water. Put your hand in the hand of the man who called the sea. Take a look at yourself and you can look at others differently By putting your hand in the hand of the man from a Galilee Well, now every time I look into the holy book I want to tremble When I read about the part where the carpenter cleared the temple For the buyers and the sellers were no different 
fellas than what I profess to be And it causes me shame to know I'm not the man that I should be Well, now put your hand in the hand of the man who still the water Put your hand in the hand of the man who called the sea Take a look at yourself and you can look at others differently By putting your hand in the hand of the man from Galilee Well, put your hand in the hand of the man who still the water Put your hand in the hand of the man who called the sea